0: my parents once got a photo oh my god of this guy with a whole ass snake on his neck y'all and they were like why would you send this for like you know a proposal
1: because he's he's saying he's lord shiva (laughs) lord shiva has a snake around his neck
0: I get that, but Lord Shiva doing that is different from like a, a proposal coming towards you. And the first photo you see of the dude is like with the the damn snake, you know, choking. Listen, the snake. listen,
1: no, no, there, there, is, okay, there is only one time I would do that. If I was trying to slide in power with these DMs. everybody welcome back to another episode of nri
0: not really, not indian. really indian
1: we're finally in sync
0: are you sure we'll see about like we'll check it we're finally
1: in sync we're finally in sync
0: okay all right let's go
1: so today i just filmed my first day and first scene of to all the girls i loved before
0: congratulations and
1: yes it's it's one day down and god <laughs> knows how many more to go okay <laughs> so yeah but how's your week been
0: busy just busy Busy. that's it i'm dying but i'm still here talking nice
1: and also guys you know if you're watching be sure to follow us on whatever streaming platform you're listening whether it's apple Podcasts, spotify and whatnot and of course if you want to get more intimately engaged with us be sure to follow our instagram at two krishnas number two krishnas because yeah. we are two krishnas hosting a podcast
0: also thank you for the dms i've been getting some dms y'all <laughs> I, I didn't know this would actually work <laughs> but Wait,
1: have people been like submitting resumes uh
0: no i mean like okay i'll talk about the innocent ones right so i've had shout out to um one of the listeners uh let me just get his name real quick so he's uh such a sweet person dm me asking me so like hey um i saw i i re- i listened to you guys while i go on uh for for while i go for my gym session and he said something along the lines of can i know like which app you're talking about for the horoscopes and i'm like uh just give me one sec and i was like okay the patent app use the patent app and then he's like okay thank you so he was this. wait sweetest. did you know
1: the pattern has a dating feature now? the pattern yes
0: app? i did have you
1: have you tried it out
0: no i didn't because i have other channels for outreach which is what we're going like arranged
1: marriage about. like your arranged marriage
0: mm, maybe maybe okay so shout out to akshay patel if you're listening to us thank you so much for listening in and yeah he is on the patent app ladies and he seems like a great looking guy so check him out but this is the innocent ones, okay? We have some others coming in that I, I didn't expect. So,
1: are we gonna put any? Are we gonna put any p- people on blast?
0: Absolutely not. Um, Damn it! Oh. But if someone pisses me off enough, yes, I will. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> so,
1: so today we are going to talk about the one thing we have been referencing from day one since we started this podcast multiple times but never actually spent an episode talking about and we're probably going to reference it a lot more times moving forward
0: absolutely
1: and that is the topic of arranged marriage and for those of you guys who are probably tired of hearing us talk about it or referencing it um i don't know what to say that that's that's probably just going to go on until both of us get married or both of us just realize that we don't want to get married yeah Married uh, to separate people. Wait, married okay. to separate people, not each other. I feel like the way I said it, it could have been no. construed as Nobody married thought to each that. Other.
0: Nobody thought of that, Chris, except for you. No.
1: You'd be surprised. No. Your D- okay, let me tell you about the DMs I've been getting. Okay.
0: Okay, okay, tell me.
1: There have been a couple of people asking if we were a thing, and I'm like, bro, uh, no, we're just friends. Oh. And it's like, how come? And I'm like, <laughs> because we're just friends.
0: <laughs> so how come? we'll see we'll see but no so so we're we're definitely we're here to like make it interesting it's not going to be the same bullshit around like oh arranged marriages are bad they're this they're that we agree by the way it's shallow af like i think we all of us know that
1: oh yeah
0: okay but i i don't know i feel like taking this time to spill some tea some real tea on the industry and like what's really been happening
1: the industry oh shit
0: Should we make it into
1: industry? Yeah. It's a booming business. Like I found because um, we have a family friend who is, you know, born and brought up here that's looking to get married. Mm. And, you know, and I looked at his, I looked at his marriage photos and I was kind of shocked because they look pretty atrocious. And I'm like, dude, I can probably take better ones for him in two seconds (laughs) with no light with like, you know, even shittier (laughs) lighting. Yeah. With even (laughs) shittier lighting than this guy had on him and I'm pretty sure my photos are going to make him look a lot more bomb it's like simple things such as like you know like there were no there was no framing at all he was just there and in every single one I think the I think the cameraman asked him to maintain one expression in every single photo (laughs) and it's like it's like a it's like the the open and close and you know where you're just looking straight into the camera and you're you're basically giving off the
0: Creepy. Uh, somebody
1: kill me somebody kill me right now. Look.
0: Wait, and he was raised in America and he was he had to go through that?
1: He was like born in India and I think he lived there for you know for five to eight years and then okay. he grew up the rest of his life here.
0: Yeah, so he should have some like you know oh no, he's guy. a he's a
1: great no, he's a great good look he's a great looking guy. He has a he does a nice job in everything, but <laughs> I mean, I was kind of surprised, honestly, whenever I found out that he was even doing the arranged marriage. But when I looked at it, I'm like, I asked my, I remember asking my mom, though. I was like, okay, how much how much do wedding, like, you know, how much would I make, like, how much would I make if I took a photo of people who are just looking to get arranged marriages? Because, I don't know, it looks like if, the, if this is what he is paying to get, this looks like a really shitty job. And she's like, oh, in India, you could be making a lot. It's a booming as fuck business.
0: Yeah, you know, okay. I will say, as someone who has seen some of these photos, not some, a lot, uh, yeah, you, we definitely need better photographers in here. I'm just saying, like, oh, my parents once got a photo, oh my god, of this guy with a whole ass snake on his neck, y'all. And they were like, why would you send this for like, you know, a, a proposal?
1: Because he's he's saying he's Lord Shiva. <laughs> Lord Shiva has a snake around his neck.
0: I get that, but Lord Shiva doing that is different from like a, a proposal coming towards you at the first, photo you see of the dude is like with the, with the damn snake, you know, choking listen, his Listen,
1: listen. No, no. There, there, okay, there's only one time I would do that if I was trying to slide in power with these DMs. Jesus.
0: Okay, great. What a joke. Let me clap for you. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Moving on. <laughs> No, I, I do think it's actually like a proper industry. and it's it's amazing to see to see some like like some of the atrocities that I've noticed like it, it's I've been through quite a bit because um, to be completely honest, my parents are looking for some boys, one boy for me, not some. but, yeah, they have been, and it has been not the best experience because I think um, at the end of the day, you know, we are getting down to the root cause of like, you know, what people are looking for when it comes to arranged marriage. And fortunately, we've met um, a lot of people who are extremely shallow, extremely insecure, and they have a very disgusting perspective of what it means to be a woman. Sometimes it comes from the guys themselves and sometimes it comes from the parents. So yeah, like it was very interesting for me to maneuver around that, but I want to start this off y'all by talking about some of the good ones that I have seen that have worked because yeah, I mean, eventually we're going to talk about like, you know, all the negatives that has been happening, but we also need to balance this out with like some of the good that I have seen personally. So um I know of a friend when she was like 21 years old, she lives in, you know, like um, Canada and she found a guy who lives in the US and they met up, they hung out, they dated and then they got, they're happily married now. And she married at the young age of like 21, 22, if I'm not wrong. And she's still with him. Okay. So yeah, I, I get your expression, Krish. I know you're out there like internally screaming, but no, like it it worked out at the end really well. And and here's the interesting thing about her. So she comes from, you know, a typical uh, middle class girl. And the reason why I'm saying this, I will explain it in like later on, like why I'm talking about middle class and all that. And the guy actually comes from uh, a pretty well to do family. And now she is a, a a successful entrepreneur. So yeah, like I have seen these success stories that are so sweet and really nice to listen to, Uh, but when it comes to my case, it has not been that way, and even for the girl, the guy was the first person who approached, who who she got the uh, chance to speak with, and she was able to hit it off, so I am so happy that she was able to, and she's really happily married, she's enjoying, she's living her life as an entrepreneur, so yeah, like, good things happen, not to say that it doesn't, but
1: Okay, so the reason I didn't externally scream is because Singapore Krishna told me that I have a tendency of cutting her off and I'm trying to get better at not cutting her off. That being said, WHAT THE FUCK, 21? WHAT THE
0: FUCK? <laughs> Why would you shout? Oh my god, my eardrums.
1: I, I, I mean, I, I don't know. Like you... Okay. I understand if it's somebody who's born and brought up in India.
0: No, she I don't brought up.
1: That's what I'm saying. When you were born and brought up here, and it's like, I know that there are people who do do that, but it's, it's just so, like I do not understand how someone decides that they want to get married right when they're legally allowed to do, like you know, own a, like you know, for one, own property drink mm-hmm. enter certain clubs that they just wouldn't be able to enter otherwise like this
0: person was 21 plus 22 like running on their 22nd year by the way just wanted to but your brain
1: that. is not even fully developed yet yeah like, i'll be honest I mean, with I, you though. okay but like okay well technically speaking your brain never stops developing but like 21 your brain you barely even have like an understanding of what the real world actually is
0: yeah do you think girls might be just at a stage where they're a lot more mature and they might be more ready for a serious commitment compared to boys do you think that could be the case
1: I can't speak for all girls I mean yeah well I probably can't speak for any because you know (laughs) as you can tell I'm obviously not one (laughs)
0: just channel the inner, inner, um, the, fe- the female hormones, just channel it what get there? your hormones? feminine side. No, but like, okay, I'll be honest with you. At Listen, three- it's
1: all toxic masculinity on my side. Okay.
0: What? you better shut that toxicity out of your system before I do it for you. But no, back to, <laughs> at the age of 22, I'll be completely honest with you. I was like, yeah, why not? I was gen- like genuinely like, okay, I'm ready for a serious relationship anyways. And if it's going to give me like a guaranteed lifelong, I don't mind that. I was pretty chill with the thought of it. But that could also be the conditioning that I had all all these years that we're going to arrange marriage. To, you're you going to go through this way. This is how it's going to happen. You know, I don't know if it's because of that, but I felt it. 22, I was like, yeah, I'm good. Let's go. Let's search.
1: Yeah. I mean, for me, it was like, the first Telugu movie I saw, I'm like, fuck this arranged marriage bullshit. Get the fuck out of here What's that
0: movie you always tell me to watch, Pelichuplu?
1: Yes. Okay. This is like, there's a Telugu movie called Pelichuplu, which literally for all my non-Telugu viewers, literally means arranged marriage. Like, no, it means wedding, seeing. So it's like, you know, it's a, it's, it's a part of what you do when you're getting an arranged marriage, which is you. The bride and groom the potential bride and grooms they meet each other with their families and usually it's like the groom's family shows up to the bride's house because the bride's family is expected to be the hospitable one
0: yes
1: and they sit there and the bride's family they offer them tea and snacks and they probably try to make a joke or M- mentioned something about how their daughter the potential groom made all this stuff even though she probably didn't and she's going to end up learning on the job which is what most IT people do anyway let's be real but you, you know what? that's just it's its okay it happens and then and then you, and then they talk for a bit maybe for five minutes and after that it's like oh do you like the girl do you like the guy uh yeah we do all right let's get let's get this let's get this show roll, rolling on the road yeah now I've always hated that process. I've always thought it was a stupid process. Like, I even remember when we hosted it at my house once for a, a cousin. And, no, I remember my my mama, she was with me. And she was doing, she was, after he came, it was the most, it was uncomfortable for me. But basically, we t- we all tried to be accommodative of him. And then, you know, we just let him and her sit in the office room to talk for a bit. <laughs> my brother so there that that so at the time that was where we had the computer that was the only room with the computer and the printer so my brother he decided that he wanted to go play a game and then print something out so he literally just barged in while they're in the middle of like having like talking and they're awkward and then he's just like he just goes inside to do his thing and then they're just both looking at him like uh do we keep talking what do we do and he's like He's like what what are y'all do what are y'all looking at y'all keep talking be free it doesn't matter
0: and then he just starts, oh
1: he was like I want to say five maybe like he okay. was a little kid He's
0: still a child he was a
1: little kid I mean I was shocked because I know if I did anything like that as a five-year-old I would have gotten murdered <laughs> like but that's another thing for another day about younger siblings mm-hmm. We will talk about that another day.
0: I am the really. younger sibling.
1: Yeah, that explains a lot. Anyway. Yeah, it
0: does actually. <laughs> this is why I'm not good at comforting. I like getting comforted because like
1: Yeah, of course. Y'all I'm... are so fucking used to getting pampered all the time.
0: Touche. shame.
1: <laughs> Rohe is literally the same way. He yeah. for the longest time he's hated little kids. Yeah. But it's like, you don't, but it's so annoying. Because I'm, I'm the, the kid.
0: kid. Like,
1: look at me. No, the younger sibling's so fucking entitled, man. Yeah. <laughs>
0: okay. Right. I look
1: at I look at younger siblings the same way boomers look at millennials. Uh.
0: No, oh, but, yeah. like, but, but like. But I I
1: mean I, I love my younger siblings, but.
0: We deserve but it though.
1: That again, we'll save. We're gonna save that for another episode. There is a <laughs> lot of tea to unpack there. But anyway. Anyway. Mm. So this so after this whole thing is done, we're all eating lunch and my mama, she's she's sitting next to me and they're all like, yeah, you know, you saw what he did. And my mom was like, you see, when you grow older, you're going to have to do the same thing, too. And I literally stopped eating. I looked at everyone. I said, if there comes a moment in my life where I have to do what that guy just did, I will make it my life mission to destroy not only my family, no, know, not only her family, but this family, too. And then I kept eating. Like, nothing happened. And then they're, wow. like... They were wow. laughing.
0: Psychopathic of you.
1: Well, they were laughing because I've said things like this already before. Oh, so and I then my mama was, was, like, okay. there." She's, like, yeah, but you need to understand there's always right in the Indian philosophy of doing things. There's always right. Like, you know, there's a right. Like, the, every. at the end of the day, it's the, like, she did the whole, like, it's kind of the right thing to do. And I'm, like, right, right. Um, but let's be real like you you every single culture they have that inherent narcissism narcissistic viewpoint that our way of doing things is right even though we are tolerant or understanding of other customs our way is the rightest way which is where I'm like yeah but I mean that's easy for you to say Cause I mean, it's like, you look at it from her time period. It's like, like, like what a love marriage, what the fuck is that shit?
0: Yeah. So, I mean, like, okay. One thing we should acknowledge is that, you know, change is, is hard. And I think for all those parents, like shout out to all those parents, like who have accepted that the world is changing and they're definitely not in India. And like their kids will definitely, it would be weird if their kids like actively went for People just because they look similar to them, rather than going for people who have similar values to them. So shout out to those parents who understand that. Shout out has- to
1: my mom and dad, especially my dad, because he he does listen to our podcasts.
0: Yes, uncle. Thank you so much for listening.
1: Um, I don't know if you guys should slide in his DMs, unless you like awkward dad jokes. No, no, they're not awkward. He actually makes really, really solid, good dad jokes.
0: He sounds like such a dad. I have to say, he has that calmness of a dad. Like, hello, I'm he. He, just, he got he got the earth sign energy. He really has the earth or water sign energy. So, okay, okay. Why don't you just just rant? Okay, what what do you not like about arranged marriage? Why do you hate it so much? Come on, tell me.
1: Okay, so I've seen arranged marriages in our family, friends, and extended family, like go to shit i mean i've also seen well since we we haven't really finished talking about the good side i will talk about the the couple that i've seen that have turned out well and why i think they turned out well so one thing you need to make any relationship work i mean well two things is trust and communication when you get two people who don't exactly know each other you gotta build from ground up and then the thing about marriage um if we really look at it from the history like from a historical standpoint it wasn't really about love it wasn't exactly about family it was about property transfer even in india just even in india yes it was about like property like sharing property you know transferring property keeping the property going and making sure and controlling where the property went because technically speaking you know and that's that's essentially where it started. Because like added, there was an at a t- at one point woman could not own property. It was really men who could own it. And if you want and you know, if you want to keep if you want that property to, to be enhanced, if you want your property to be enhanced enhanced that you want them to be in, but your daughter can't own that property, that means your son-in-law gets it. So you which makes sense as to why arranged marriage even started then, because it's like, yeah. My property is going to my son-in-law. Hence, I should make sure that it's in the right hands. And, you know, from the son-in-law's parents' perspective, our son needs property to build and survive and thrive. So, yeah, we should make sure we are getting him the right person who can give him that property. And which makes, so from that standpoint, I can see why it even, like, why it, it sounds, it it made sense. And in terms of, like, modern successes, I do have one, Um, I do have, well, she's technically a pini, but we call her, but I call her Akka because of our age difference. So one thing I know about her marriage is when they first got married, I mean, her and my, and, well, I mean, I call her husband Babai. Because, I I've, I mean, I, I knew he came in as a babai. I mean, I can't, I mean, I've always called Akka Akka. So, yeah, that's just, that's a thing that happens. But one thing I know about their, um, one thing I know about their marriage is, like, so when they first got married, um, there was, you know, because they were both still trying to get to know one another, they took their time before they started sharing things. So, actually, five years into their marriage, they did not have a joint bank account. You know, it's like most people when they're getting married, right off the bat, you get a joint bank account. And that's one thing if you've been dating the person for years and you've been together for a while. But if you're getting married and you haven't even been been together for a full year and you're getting a joint bank account, that's kind of scary. And not to mention, um, I'm just going to tell everybody who's doing an arranged marriage right now. Actually, not even arranged marriage. Get no. doing any marriage right now. Yes, I will. Get a fucking prenup. Get a fucking prenup. I have some I have some explicit angst towards this because I there is a there is someone I know who's getting married that's refusing to get a prenup that I've known for a very long time. And this is our therapy session. But get a fucking prenup. I will talk about that later, but back to this. Now the reason this Ooh, marriage
0: <laughs> <laughs> Go go say say what you want to say.
1: The reason this marriage succeeded is because they they were both honest with each other and they understood. Yeah, we don't know each other that well. We're going to have to earn each other's trust. You're going to have to earn my trust, I will earn yours. And that was a mutual agreement and there was that I mutual understanding. That.
0: The fact that you know both of them were willing to like work on it together and build on it rather than just like jumping right into it with like no understanding of like how to build a relationship. I really appreciate that by the way. That's a really great Yeah.
1: Story. And no, it's it's a, like I mean they're one of the happiest marriages at least that I have seen. Like I love going to their house every single time I visit. Legit it's like, you know, it's like one of the most they're like I mean their kids are amazing. You know, it's like it's really it's a really really calm and just relaxing environment to be in. And they both, and they're, but they both are very much in sync too, which is like, because they took the time, even after like after marriage to be like, hey, um, yeah, we're, we're married and we're together. But like, you know, let's actually take this time to like build and see that it actually gets somewhere. Yeah. And keep in mind, like, let's say, let's say like along the way, like maybe in year two, they found out they really cannot trust each other. And they didn't at least, and they didn't share anything, which is again, why I. Which is, again, why I was saying you might want to get a prenup ahead of time before you get married, because you really don't know how things are going to change. And, and you know, if you're out here sharing things and, like, intermingling things way too fast into a marriage, like, without even knowing if you can actually trust a person with that much, and then, you know, things blow up, I mean... At the end of the day, you know, you're going to have to clean up that mess and it's a mess that could have very, that could very easily be prevented. It's like, it's like, it's like insurance, you know, when there's, if you live in, if you live in Houston and you know, you're, you live in a hurricane prone area and I mean, you're supposed to get flood insurance. If you're going to get married, you should get a prenup. (laughs)
0: <laughs> love how you compare natural disasters to ma- arranged marriages and marriages and no marriages. no
1: not arranged marriages I'm think I think all marriages because frankly speaking I mean so like one thing I know is like at least one thing my parents told me is like yeah in our culture or in our like thing we that that just wasn't a thing like we don't do that and I remember and I'm just like it kind of shocks me a little bit because you're raised to have this insanely, insanely unhealthy level of excessive trust in someone you don't know well enough. I mean, keep in mind, yeah, you can have an idea. See, I know so many parents who are wonderful people whose kids turned out to be the exact opposite
0: preach yes I have seen that we're going to talk if, about some
1: and if I'm going to sit here and be like you like you know if I'm going to sit here and like look at a girl and be like oh well her parents seem super cool and super like you know super reasonable and super amazing and super well valued human beings like it's very unreasonable and then I needed the girl and she's nothing like that but I married her because I just saw what her parents are like I mean, at the end of the day, I'm marrying this girl. I'm not marrying her mom and dad, even if their mom and dad are cool. And it's it goes both ways, right? Like, even if the mom and dad are an utter piece of shit, I mean, I don't really think that about most... I honestly haven't really met that many uncles and aunties who I've, like, been <laughs> like, you're an utter piece of shit. I've, yeah, like, you know, I met, have.
0: I have.
1: Um, I, I haven't. Well, it's know, more miss. so, like... I mean, it's more... Because, like, I can understand where their perspectives come from. I have met uncles and aunties where I'm like... I feel like you know I don't like the way I don't like your boundary I don't like the fact that you just step over my boundaries but in terms of that level I haven't met but even then it's like even if they are one you're not it's not even fair for the person like you know like that kid did not as far as we know she like they don't have any choice as to like you don't really we don't really have a choice as to who you know, the group raises you, or who you're born to, or who you, who you grow up around. Like, those are factors out of your control. And I if- will
0: say though, if the if the child, okay, if the parents are like not nice, or they they they're already displaying some level of toxic tendencies, there is a pretty good chance that the child has been affected by that. So it's always good to be cautious. Not to say that the child might be bad, or you know, yeah, the perspective yeah, right of might be bad but it's definitely to say that they might be coming in with some level of baggage and you have to make sure that,
1: Oh no. well, it's just
0: something they can work on rather than putting it on your relationship or putting well, it. On- yeah.
1: That's why, that's why I ask them if they, if they go see, if they, if they've seen a therapist, if I feel <laughs> I and if
0: that, and if they say no, checklist.
1: I'll be like, bye-bye.
0: Yeah. Uh, that should be a checklist. Have you gone for therapy? Have you, Yeah,
1: have you seen Have you seen a therapist? What are uh, all your you
0: traumas in one sentence, please?
1: <laughs> no, no, not even that. It's like, what are you doing to make sure that your baggage is not my responsibility and that's another thing that i feel like arranged marriage doesn't address because there's the because we've been raised on this idea that like okay every every son inherits their father's everything they they you inherit your father's inheritance like money and wealth but you also inherit your father's baggage so if your dad i mean like for the way India functioned like anciently from what I understand is when your dad dies, if your dad was filled with debt, then like, you know, let's say my dad, yeah, that's what happened to my dad. He died and his, and he just had a ton of debts. It would be my job to clear those debts. Like they don't just go away. They just come to me. Whereas in America, that's not the case. If someone dies without paying their
0: debt,
1: it's it, it kind of it's like yeah like it doesn't go to the sun so it, in essence there is that whereas it and when you have like that type of system in place that's why you have like so many levels of control because it's like oh well and things like this that happen which is also why arranged marriage makes sense because again it comes back to the whole property thing where it's oh, well, I need to make sure my son can survive or has enough to survive down the line so that their kids can survive and marriage is property transfer. Hence, I need to make sure my son gets the right family.
0: I always thought of it as like, okay, when they give this whole dowry in the past, right, it's more like, okay, this is the money you can use to take care of my daughter. So the more dowry you pay, the more the girl would be treated well in in her in-laws' family. And the lesser that she got, she might get beaten. She might get physically abused. So this was in the past. Now, um, definitely, dowry doesn't exist as much as it does, it is. And dowry has become a lot more, like, indirect, you know? So, yeah, you can gift us a car. I actually have, have a funny property. story with that. Yeah,
1: yeah, I know this. This is not a guy I know personally, but this is a this is a family friend. Their cousin. So when they got married, they were like, oh, we have to give him some dowry as for tradition's sake so they literally took a photo of him next to a car that they bought for him and right after the photo was done the father-in-law all right bye and he drives away with the car because he bought that car for himself but really he just like he's like well i have to get, well we have to show that we gave him some dowry so they give they just have stand next to the car and take a picture by it
0: i love this story because at the end of the day everyone's happy and like no one's sad
1: Um, I I mean I don't know I don't know how happy that groom was I think he was really looking forward to getting that car because it's like well think about it I mean it's one thing if you don't expect it but when someone says hey I got a car for you let's take a photo with it real quick and you're like and now that you took a photo you're like getting a little bit comfortable with the car and you're like dude yes and then they're like oh no this this was just for the photo buy and you're like oh dang
0: okay So I know of, okay, so this is quite sad, but I actually have seen circumstances in which like the daughter, the daughter's husband, like, basically the girl's husband didn't get enough um, money from the father-in-law as much as he expected. And because of that, on like the girl's like baby showers, her literal expression was just dead. Like she was just like, I'm so over this. Cause she wanted, she expected more money from her father so that she can give it to like her husband. I have seen such cases by the way. So yeah, these are the times where it gets quite toxic, but Hey, you know, the, the couple are still together they're happily married, but the toxicity runs, I guess, to some extent. Uh, so these are all the th- reasons why you, you hate arranged marriage, right?
1: That's not entirely it. Um, okay. Yeah. Go on. There is more. So one it's, Okay, so like we've talked about this a little bit in other episodes, but when you have an arranged marriage, the way it trickles down fundamentally, one, okay, I the way I see it is you're trying to operate on a super old computer and you're just trying to keep, update the system software multiple times, thinking that it's somehow going to work, forgetting that The computer is just so old that no matter how many times you update the software, it's not, it's just not built to run on it. Um, I'm not saying that, you know, dating is exactly like modern dating is quote unquote perfect, but when you're trying to, I just feel like arranged marriage and even and frankly speaking, it's kind of it's kind of adapting in a way where it's trying to mimic modern dating, but it doesn't exactly get the it doesn't exactly get the right stuff because what you need to do is you need to overhaul the entire system and reframe it to work in a bit, like to to work in a different way than what you have had it working as before and what i mean by that is so one it doesn't start with the people who are getting married and you know, again, that made sense for another time period because, you know, if you're talking about a time period where women were not getting educated, we're not actually going out much and you know, we're just learning what's in the house, yeah, you're not going to if that is if, you know, like if it, and then like in terms of oh, like and in terms of boy like, you know, boys like only focusing on work on like what like on whatever work they're doing and they weren't meeting girls and neither of them were there, they just really didn't know what's what. At that time, it makes sense. But now it's almost like people want, so like, you know, to be like, okay, we have fam, like, you know, we'll have the families talk and we'll do everything for you. But now it's, we're looking at it from a point of guys and girls, they're both educated getting this arranged marriage. They both met other, like, they both interacted with other women at the very least. They work with women or women and men work together. Women and women, like, you know, they coexist in more than just like, in like a separate but equal, except with my wife in her bed in the bedroom type of way.
0: Batonic.
1: Like like you know, like it's not even that. It's like one, and it's and even then, it's like people like even even people walking into arranged marriages now, I guarantee you most of them aren't exactly as, you know, as innocent by any means as they might have as as they might have been ages ago. And Oftentimes, yeah. and when you're operating on such old old rules and old old systems thinking that oh well we can update it by adding a whatsapp group or by creating a Belugu a matrimony shoddy.com even if you up, even if you try to update arranged marriages to turning into like fucking a swiping app which is you know kind of in a way i feel taken from an arranged Can't marriage hear. playbook but yeah Even if you try to update or Bumble or Hinge or whatever, Coffee Meets Bagel, whatever one, even if you try to update it like that, it just wouldn't work. Because at the end of the day, it starts with the parents talking to each other and the parents doing things. And it's like, no, that shouldn't happen. Two, another reason I hate or I mean, I yeah, like I I detest arranged marriage is because... Well, when you look at arranged marriage um versus dating and things like that, so when I'm like, let's say I want to like you know whenever i I invite a girl over to my house, then that shows to my mom you know she's a she's someone serious for the most part or not even serious. like like it gives it gives her it it, it shows my mom that I've already screened her and now I'm bringing her you over introduced to see. me to your mom were. But like, we're like best friends. When I mean introduce introduce her to my, okay, like when I introduced you to my mom, Man. I didn't say, hey, mom, this is Singapore Krishna. She's my girlfriend. I said, she hey, mom, this is Singapore Krishna. She's one of my best friends.
0: Okay. Did you ask her, what do you think about Krish? Did you ask her?
1: No, I didn't ask her. Okay,
0: good. She That's told me what, what she thought of.
1: She told me what she thought about you the next day I'll be asking her.
0: <laughs> don't say that. Not at no, this. she didn't
1: even tell me. She was telling her friend. She's like, oh, I met this girl <laughs> from Kaki, from Kaki Nada. <laughs> no, don't.
0: Nobody needs to hear what she said. She was
1: like, oh, yeah, no, no, she, no, she, she's a real one. She legit hyped my, she, she hella hyped me up in front of my mom
0: <laughs> when we, yeah, I, when I she do. first met. It's like oh my god, Krishna, is so sweet, such a good boy.
1: And she was telling all her friends that she's like she's like oh my god, this girl was saying that Krishna is such a great person. She took she said it so many times, I lost track of how many times she said it. Oh my your god, your
0: mom's an absolute sweetheart. But I mean yeah, like it she kind is. of reflects like why you've had such a good up, like you know why you have such a good heart. It's because your upbringing was good. Can I just say that? Because like oh. yeah, later I'm gonna talk about like why certain people yeah didn't turn out great and it's very obvious where they got it from but yeah go ahead you were talking about
1: so like when i i mean the way i see it is one okay so when you're when you're doing an arranged marriage like there are the thing is like you're you literally have two parents dating each other building that tension because even between them like negotiating it like it's a business deal it's not like oh we're just like they're basically trying to build the tension getting to a point and then like you know and then to a point where it's like these two kids up there is, are going to go at it eventually like if you look at because so, okay, like if you no no let me okay like if you look at so like when you're like when you're trying to build attraction right there is tension tension is like there's tension there's you know energy like like different aspects of like like dating and the like the whole process right like in arranged marriage And I don't know, this was me personally, like in terms of, and this is like a personal insecurity of mine to some degree, but like in terms of career, I've never, I mean, you know, getting a late start in whatever ways or whatever it is, that's never made me feel insecure, but here's what's made me feel hellish insecure. The idea that like, I have to depend on my parents to find who I'm going to sleep with for the rest of my life it's like 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 for me that just like that's like the ultimate fucking like like what like what okay i, I can't even like you can't even do i mean this is like like what mammals so what animals every but no like that's what so like wait, think it, like, about
0: me at the end of the day
1: well now, now you're just projecting. now i'm just now you're i never said that you're putting words in my mouth
0: are you implying that is that what you're trying to I'm say i'm not a-
1: I'm not implying anything you're finding, but if you want to find whatever meaning you want to find, I-
0: Boy, okay, wait. So your point <laughs> is that it is degrading to be set up by your parents.
1: I, I'm not saying, okay, everybody should follow their own sense of happiness
0: mm.
1: and the, what success means to them. If for you success means I'm making trillions of, like tons and tons of money, but I don't know anything about dating or mating. And so I'm going to let my parents pick, do that shit for me. And I'm going to live the rest of my life with this wife that they, you know, with this wife that they screened ahead of time. Okay, fine. That's, that's your, that's your definition. So be it. Mine is like, mine just happens to be that, you know, more than career, or not even career, it's like more than like, yeah, I mean, it's weird if I like, I never have any like it's one thing that, like there are there are areas where I have no problem depending on my parents and there are areas where I'm like no I don't want my like I that should not be my parents responsibility like my mental health that's my responsibility my physical health that's also my responsibility after a certain point yeah it's my responsibility but it's like and then it's also like yeah who I'm going to end up sleeping with or who I'm going to end like for the rest of my life or who I'm going to end up raising a fucking kid with for the rest of my life or who I'm going to end up doing things with for the rest like it's not just raising a kid like growing old you know like growing old buying a house together i mean who knows and frankly the way the world is like progressing everybody i mean not just you but like everybody wants everybody has their own side hustle and for all you know it's not just and to think that like okay marriage just means oh we both do our own thing and my job is not going to affect my wife In any way, her job is not going to affect me in any way. It's frankly naive. And if we're looking at how things are going to go in the future, there's a good chance we're probably going to be in a position where we also might have to consider starting businesses together and doing other things. And it's like, I need to, you know, it's not just like, oh, I'm raising a family to get with you, but, and uh, like, there's just so many other levels of compatibility that you have to consider. And frankly speaking, I just, don't feel like it, it's just too much power to hand away hand away even if it is to my own parents that I just don't feel comfortable because like what at the end of the day when they're gone and it's just me and this person I mean or even if it even if they're alive and it goes and it goes to shambles and if I like I can't even if I want to blame them and even if they want to apologize it doesn't say it doesn't magically undo everything because at the end of the day I still have to fix that i still have to address the like address the divorce then live with the divorce tag then you know go through whatever or if i'm saying god forbid a single dad then i have to also fi- figure that out and it's one and if i were to and the thing is like if i were to make that mistake on my own terms i'd feel a lot lot better about it because you know i mean mistakes that i make on my own scare me a lot less than mistakes that were made for me That I have to somehow figure out because I didn't even get a choice in that mistake or well okay choice is a very relative term because technically you do get a choice in arranged marriage
0: yeah you do
1: technically depending on Mm -hmm. I mean that all very much depends on your family family. yeah the other family person's dynamic but the um, the agency of choice you have versus the agency of choice in that dynamic versus the agency of choice you have in other ones it varies and another thing is when we're looking at parents filtration they feel I mean this is like the shallow things we talk about right there's caste right there's first of all when I'm like looking out looking to date I'm not even looking to see if she like I don't even care if she's Indian or not I legit do not I mean it's like okay if she is cool there are some there are some positives yes like if she's Indian or if she's Telugu or whatnot you know it is it is nice to have somebody who you don't have to explain cultural elements to. And this is kind of something I like, cause you know, there, are, it is nice to have somebody that understands like, you know, certain things, like I don't have to explain, but from what I, but like, I genuinely like the thing about me is if I really love, like, if I really like someone, I will take the time to learn about their culture, their everything. And in a way that is not judgmental of like what it is and in a way that's more on the understanding side of it and you know. frankly speaking i would i'd expect the same in return so it's that so there's that right. and also it's like like you know, and it's not just that they trickle it down to like things like caste i mean the way i was raised i didn't even know what the name of my caste was until 2020 like yeah. until i was 25 i had no idea what the name of my caste was i just knew my ancestors were farmers at one point
0: yeah actually okay so a couple things right like I get you so you're coming from the perspective of someone who's like never like like you were dead like set on like never doing arranged marriage and you have your reasons that is absolutely valid so I was brought up with the with with just seeing this as like a very 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 strong option in fact like yeah I kind of saw this was going to be like my pathway I didn't see it any other way until like, I saw my friends dating and I'm like, what am I doing? Hmm, I'm not gonna, like, it, it, it was a very childish thought. But that's all like, I never properly acted on like, you know, thinking about settling down with someone not through the arranged marriage. And yeah, like, it was a very complicated thing. But when the age came, I was just like, there might be some perks to this. Because I am, I'm in a position where I'm not like, uh, basically, I can't go out and even if I go out, I'm not attracted to the people I'm meeting. And even if I think about it, from like uh, a perspective of like outreach, right? So here I am trying to find the one person from different channels of outreach. So I could try like going out going to like bars or like going to places and just see hoping that some dude might actually approach me, which does not happen. It only happened in like what Korea? it has happened locally, but mostly, yeah, no, Singaporeans aren't built that way for the most part, Um, or it has happened, like, yeah, if not that, then yeah, I saw arranged marriage as, like, my one other big alternative in which I will really, I could find someone who might have the same values as me, and what you said is so true, the whole caste bullshit, right, so caste is there, like, but I don't think it represents values anymore, okay, I just want to put that out there, because, like, I have met so many idiots, like not physically met them, but yeah, I've honestly chanced upon so many idiots who might come from the same caste as you, whom you think, you think you might have the same values as them, but trust me, like that one white guy who was raised by stable parents, does not come from a toxic background, might one might be hundred times more understanding than that one idiot that you might fall for just because he's the same caste as you, but he comes from the most toxic background, he has literally the shittiest reputation and you still go for him because he's the one guy that your parents might approve of or your parents have like just given you the green light just because he is of the same cast. So I have seen these examples and I just, the biggest lesson I got out of like my entire experience is that at the end of the day, it's not caste it's not all this bullshit. Your fundamental values must align and you both must be willing to commit. And that is literally what it takes. To build like the first step of, of a committed relationship. Not caste, not race, not any of those things, not even religion, in my opinion. So, yeah, like I, I was shocked, but yeah, I, I always assume, to be really honest, that people who are, you know, of like the same Indian backgrounds might, ha- might be a lot more similar. And even with you, Krish, I feel like not everyone has been the same as what you have been to me to be quite frank right like we became really good friends and we hit it off like not because not necessarily because we're like Indians it's just that we chanced upon each other we have very very similar values in terms of like being good and just like minding our own damn business and doing our own thing that really bonded us with each other so I was really happy in that sense but that's the realization I got and you know for me it's more of like it's extra out Uh, channel for outreach and for me to see like what boys are existing in the market and if there's anyone that I can give a shot to but yeah like the toxicity is very very high so let's talk about the standards that people come in with so why I want to talk about this is because like if like it I really do want to do a deep dive of like the level of shallowness that I have noticed in like the industry as what i'm going to call it so aspects that i've learned people look at so for example if we're looking at men in general right i'll be honest y'all the first thing parents look at and like literally like you have to write in your description is your salary your salary is the most important thing your job your height um your the the color of your skin by the way and whether you have a green card or not. Part um, of
1: skin. So what do you just put? Brown?
0: Yeah. So they'll put like, oh, weedish. Fair. <laughs> what is
1: a weedish? What is weedish? White. <laughs> so what, what am I supposed to be? Am I just... I
0: have no idea. Dude. Like I, I... Okay, so I'll be completely honest with you. There have been some people that put their sun skin tone as like white, but they are like... They're like not
1: white. Actually, no, no, they might not be lying. You want to know why? right So when I was a baby, if you look at my baby photos, I was actually a very pale baby. Not pale, but like very. I'm
0: talking about now, doing Light skin baby.
1: <laughs> Light skin baby. But here's the thing: you go out in the sun, you play, what you have friends, you go out. Well, I mean, I you don't always have friends, but it's like you go out, you play, you. You do that. you do activities, you're not just gonna like stay cooped up in your house forever. Of
0: course, yeah.
1: So yeah, definitely you do, no, but they should write what skin tone you're at
0: like now. That's what I'm saying. Like, no, but- that's
1: their fault. That's their fault. They should have been like current skin tone. If they really if it really matters that much, be like current current skin tone.
0: No, I don't even think they should be writing that in the first place. I don't agree with actually
1: it. no, let's 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 take it up a notch. Why not just have a fucking bar? where it's like literally Fenty. like where which shade where, are where, where you on the Fenty the,
0: foundation <laughs>
1: and you just you just put your hand there and then you check off the you just circle the square oh my god imagine if they send like out.
0: the the technology that analyzes which foundation you are so you have to submit your son's photo and then it'll check which foundation shade you're at
1: oh no no yeah yeah it could be like you it could be like they just no they just they just have you say what which maybelline fit me uh makeup yes. matches your skin tone.
0: Or which Fenty, like the foundation. So
1: for for those of y'all who want to know, I am a 335 on Maybelline Fit Me. I found that out when I was getting ready to film to all the girls because I've never done my makeup. I've never chosen my makeup before. I've always had the makeup person do it for me, but now I know.
0: Great. Good job. Yeah. And of course, the green part, Uh, there, there is a fucking obsession. With men from America, um, and I just want to say uh, I'm one of them.
1: Yeah, that just explains it. a lot. That's why. That's why. That's why. That's why you're talking to me so much. <laughs>
0: <It's like laughs> um. Yeah. So it's not because it's America. It's just because um, I don't need the green card. I'm a. I'm a fucking Singaporean. Um, my passports doing amazingly well so i don't need that but i do think that you know i've always aligned with american culture than yeah local or indian so that's the reason why and okay low key i think that's also the reason why i've not i feel like i i it's been very hard for me to find someone that i might like connect with in locally just a reason another reason why i feel like arranged marriage might be a good option for me just for me to like see what's happening Maybe there's someone, but yeah. So, um, what else do they look at for men? I feel like these are the major ones. Okay.
1: Probably height. You forgot height. They, yeah, but that's height. Like, even dating apps, though, they do that. Though it's like, but I feel, I feel like aunties are even more vicious about it. They're like, "Ooh, my daughter is," or it's like, you know, my my son is five six, and then you know, like, so they're like, there's like a four, there's like, there's like almost a four inch four inch radius like different people have different radiuses but there's there's is very precise from what i've seen they get on the oh my daughter is five two we, we can't have someone too tall we can't have a six foot guy because you know he's way too tall there that's just gonna look weird on the photos we need like we need to bring it down a notch yeah
0: there's a lot of things that happen like you know i've i do have like families who are just like Uh, can we be sure that your daughter is like of this particular height I just don't want to because their sons are like five foot ten and they just want to make sure like I don't like I I guess you know if I wear heels I might surpass their son's height I don't know why they asked that but yeah my parents have gotten a couple of like how tall is your daughter exactly type of um, things and I think a lot of people do lie about height because of the conversion rate so like it, I have seen people who said like 167 cm and then they say it's five foot eight. and interestingly if you go online you try to convert cm into like um inches and feet it comes out different from different websites so at this point I'm just like okay I don't know what to say about my height but I'd rather like overestimate it or um, like I don't want to underestimate it because like if I I do think that I've always wanted someone who made me feel like I'm the like I'm more on the feminine side. So I've always wanted like a guy who's bigger size than me. Um, so yeah, I'd rather overestimate my head and get a guy who's okay with like that overestimated height, although I'll be completely honest with him about my height. Um, but yeah, not to say that I've lied. I'm not lying. My CM is exact. It's just the conversion is where is it gets a bit mixed up. Yeah. But anyways, um, let's talk about the girls' standards, okay? And this is where I got a lot to say. I got a lot. Oh, boy. Let's go, let's go. So for a woman, what do they look for? The first thing they look for is beauty. Um, they look for uh, whether the girl is white AF, whether she fits uh, society standards of beauty, uh, slim. Again, flat.
1: again, we should just put that bar out and just Put your hand next to the bar and check off whatever box matches your hand
0: yeah and a couple of other things right so some of the parents that i have met have won a girl who's like doing masters in america some of the parents that i've um no, i haven't met by the way it's my parents they've gotten in touch with them some of the parents want their uh want their daughter-in-law to be part of like the it field to work with their son uh so that both of them can be money-making machines
1: Oh, no, I've heard that. I've actually heard that. Yeah, like they'd be like, oh, my son does this job. So does your, do- I think it would be better if your daughter is more on this side or like we want to find a girl who's more on this job because like my son's a doctor and as it is, he has no time. Like he has hard time, like very little time at home. So we need like a wife who has more flexibility. So maybe IT or like a work from home job or something like that.
0: Yeah, so I feel like there's a lot of filtration that happens, right? So you have the color, the beauty, the the job. They also want someone who's like, um... okay. So this is where I'm gonna get into something that's just a bit more complicated. Um, but let's see if you understand where I'm where I'm going with this. Sure. In our system, you know, there's like gender-defined roles, especially that comes through arranged marriage, where like the woman normally has to marry up. And the man normally will marry down. So this is where socioeconomic status comes in, right? Uh, so if well, you- Well, I feel like
1: that's also out, outside of arranged marriage too. but Absolutely. Yeah, so
0: this happens everywhere, but let me like giving it the context of our Indian arranged marriage, this is what happens, right? So like, I'm just speaking from like my pers- my experience. If the girl were to come from a family where she's like, she's she's her parents are doing well for themselves and they and they brought her up pampered to some extent and the guy even though he's doing well for himself if his parents are like not as not on the same level as the girl's family they are most likely going to say no uh, because they're afraid they're afraid that the girl is not going to be a subservient bitch to their son like someone who's going to be uh listening to whatever the son says or or i feel like they they just feel like they won't have that control over a daughter-in-law that comes from a higher economic status than yeah than anything else so like so they would prefer to go for a girl who might be dumb might be all those things uh but just come from a lower status family just to make sure they have the upper hand because they come from the male side of the family so this is something that I've noticed that is honestly quite sad but yeah like I feel like I've met, I've seen some of the good guys, but their parents have been quick to notice that, you know, that I might come from a family in which, you know, my father has worked really hard. My mom and my dad, both of them have worked extremely hard. And they see that and they're like, yeah, no, let's not, let's not go for this. So yeah, it's been very complicated to say the least. So this is just not like the first the the first point that people are looking at and I'll be completely honest with you so like I I went through the process of not looking attractive to looking to fitting some level of conventional standards of beauty and then I went from like being seen as like not really that intelligent to someone who really strives to understand and you know I I I've worked really hard on myself for me to reach a stage where I can comfortably say that I am a very hardworking individual and someone who is very, like, almost up to the point where I aspire to be a perfectionist. I'm not too sure if that's good or bad, but it's it's up to the point where I genuinely want. I would want my partner to be happy. I would want like I have. I don't think negative about others unless absolutely required. I, I am. I'm smart. I am educated, I am working on my own stuff, I got I'm getting my shit together, you know, I work on myself, I literally, you know, I love going to the gym. So I kind of thought that it was going to be hella easy for me. I really thought it was going to be like, like easy for me to find someone but I didn't what I didn't realize is that when you literally have everything that's when you're you're the most scariest to men and this was like honestly shocking for me to realize because it didn't make sense and Chris and i like we've had our conversations we have called you like late at night and i'm like dude what is happening why is this happening
1: and every single time i have the same answer it's because they're all for the fucking streets
0: <laughs> yeah yeah no, no like I-, I
1: i keep saying so like i mean well i mean it's job just because, like, at the end of the day, any, I just don't, I mean, for me, it's, like, if I were to, if, if a girl that had everything, like, was, like, you know, everyone was in full, like, everything put together, showed interest in me, even if I didn't have everything, like, that wouldn't be, I mean, if she showed interest in me, like, I wouldn't be, like, uh, I'm gonna dip now, like, I mean, I'd, I'd ask, I'd be, like, okay, well, like, like, you sure, you know, like, why, I mean, not really, you sure, but it'll be, like, Like I'd ask, like, like I'd I'd verify to make sure that, you know, she, she definitely does have like interest in me for the right reasons. Um, or there is no like, you know, hidden thing that I have that I don't like, you know, that she's like trying to get, you know, that I'm not some, I'm not sitting on some vibranium that I don't (laughs) know
0: about or something. No. Okay. So, this is very interesting, right? So, if not my parents' background, or if not like your socioeconomic status as a family, it's me. Like when guys realize that I like for for example, me, right? So when they realize that I might have much a bigger ambition than them, or when they realize that I have a bigger dream for myself than what they have for themselves, that is where the insecurity comes in, and they're like, oh, sorry, i can't I can't do this, I don't it's almost like they, and here's the best part. A lot of these people approached my parents first. My parents never made like the first move. It was not like that. They approached us. And, and you know, in our culture, it's normally the girls' family that goes to ask the guys. And yeah, like it's been, they approach us because they verified that their sons about whether they might find, find me attra- like, you know, attractive or not. And the sons are all like, yeah, cool. And then I feel like they come towards me because I fit conventional standards of beauty, and then once they realize that I have a brain attached to this body, they're like, "Oh no, oh no."
1: Again, those those yeah. those those, those in laws are for the streets.
0: It's not just the in laws; it's been voice as well, by the way. So it's not. Yeah,
1: and there, you'd have to be like another level of insecure.
0: retardedness
1: to no, no, retardedness straight up yeah. to not take that offer.
0: I've had a guy Uh, tell me what, um, Oh no.
1: I mean, I mean, what, no, what's being, what's, what's happening is you're being offered a position to be a CEO of the biggest company in the world. And you're being like, Oh fuck. Well, and yeah, I mean, I get it. If you're like, yeah, I don't think I'd be happy being the CEO of the biggest company in the world. That's too much responsibility, too many things. And frankly speaking, the life I want to live, I want to live a much more simpler life or simpler in whatever. in like, you know, quotes, it's a very like, you know, yeah, of course. I mean that I get you would like, you're okay. You're like, you're, you're on this like royalty level, right? And no, all these fucking, ha- no, no, no. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. It's like, <laughs> as a person, as a character, as in character, I'm not talking in terms of money and status. I'm talking as a, in character. Like, I don't believe, okay. Royalty is not necessarily a status. I'm talking about royalty as like personality and character traits, You're royalty in that level. And you got all the, and you're like, and you got all these fucking peasants running away because they're like, oh, fuck, uh, shit. She, what well, she realizes, I'm a fucking peasant. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, I you know, have, it's game fucking over.
0: I can even begin to like to like say some of the things that I've heard directly from like these boys mouths. So I've heard stuff like I don't deserve you. Um, peasant. That's, I, a pe-
1: that, that's a very peasant thing to say go okay. on okay
0: what else have i heard that's peak insecurity that's just one person who's like i i would not i, I cannot live with my wife earning more than me i've had a guy literally y'all from he was b- brought up in like manhattan new york or he works in manhattan new york say that
1: hey hey i would take my wife making more than me any day i would be yeah. the happiest. I'd be happier than my wife if she was making more than me
0: and you know how like they literally
1: (laughs) I would show up to work and be like who the fuck like you know I'd show up to work whenever I want and the boss is being like why are you doing this I'd be like oh it's because my wife it's because my wife is rich bro you'd be like oh okay you know what I understand yeah I'd probably do the same thing if I was in your position
0: oh my god no like and I, I feel like a lot of people make that misjudgment of like just because you were brought up like comfortable or your father or your mother have been extremely hardworking. they think that you're high maintenance which is sheer stupidity like I, I feel like you know a lot of people assume that I could be high maintenance and stuff like that and I'm like where bitch where I'm working my ass off from my startup and I'm like focusing on myself why would I why would I ever expect a lot from like someone who is on that same level of like growth and who is a similar age range as me like damn I was honestly quite pissed off when I when I heard that like those type of you know indirect well moves. actually
1: I can see one thing you said because it's because I know well, from what I know about you you have highest fuck expectations of yourself and I have to like and I know because like a lot of the times when I'm talking one thing I keep telling you is you need to like remember is you're you're a human being and you know like you need to allow yourself to not meet your expectations all the time and the thing is when people see and the thing is like when you have high expectations for yourself so when you marry someone what ends up happening is or not marrying like even a long term relationship and we've had this even in our friendship right because we we are we see each other all the time and this is where things like boundaries and stuff come in but like essentially when you're when you're married you're going to be so like you know over time once the this is like after the honeymoon phase, after the I'm I'm putting you on a pedestal phase, whoever is more likely to put the other person on a pedestal after the, Oh, like, I'm like, you know, I'm enamored by you completely phase. And like, you know, we're in the comfort and past that phase. The person you're with you is, is essentially to you an extension of yourself. And if you're treating yourself like, you know, if you're treating yourself as someone you put secondary, you you're more you're you're in a way destined to put the person you're with secondary also. No, here let me hear me out. Hear me out here. I, I know what you're looking. I know what you're thinking because because so let's say like this is where so let's say it's kind of like what we talked about. When we were doing boundaries, right? So how you treat yourself is how you treat is is very similar. Going to gonna be very similar to how you treat those closest to you. So if you are hard on yourself or you have, like, if you're, like, constantly on yourself, giving yourself a hard time because you're not meeting expectations, chances are, like, you know, like, if you look, I mean, a lot of parents who are, like, who are hard on their kids is because they a lot of times they were hard on themselves too, like, unnecessarily hard on themselves. And that just became a thing. So they just, like, put it on their kids because the kid is your an extension of yourself. And it's when you have a wife or a husband, it's going to be the same way. I mean, even in our, even in, even in us too, it's like, you know, if I'm like, oh, I'm working on this and that sometimes like, you know, you'll get on like, oh, you can, you do the whole, like, you can, you try to, you you can push me and I'm doing the whole, like, because I'm doing the whole, okay, you need to relax. You need to take a break. You need to relax because like, you know, for me, it's like, I've learned, because for me, the way I treat myself is, I believe, at least now is okay. If I'm not like, you know, like I've learned that hard work alone does not lead to success. And hard work to the point of burnout, especially when you're just like, might like you know just like beating at something or just working on things just to feel productive or doing things for the feeling of productivity. It does. It's not helpful for me nor for anyone around me. So, I've learned that like you know the most best thing I can do is to be kinder to myself, and. To some degree, like I can see that when it's like you have high expectations of yourself, yeah, like eventually you're gonna have high expectations of your partner. That's just that's a that's a given. Once your partner is comfortable, like once your partner is someone you've like gotten married to and you're at that level of comfort, which is not a bad thing. I mean, yeah, you should definitely not feel like you're settling because so
0: what should I go for?
1: I mean, you're royalty right? like me. I think you here's what here's here's what I think is going to end up happening the person you're going to end up with I feel like is going to be somebody who who might not be um, a high achiever to begin with but because he's married because he's with someone like you he's going to feel very um motivated or very much like okay I really need to like you know I really need to pick up and that's what's going to make it and he's going to start performing and he's going to start accelerating his growth because he's around someone like you like that's I don't know that's just the type of person I feel like he's going to like ultimately end up with you like someone who's really going to try to like work extra hard to like prove that you know
0: yeah I mean like I'm a bit concerned about that because I don't want to like change a guy
1: I mean it's Unless more so like
0: self wants to
1: I, that's what i'm saying like i have a feeling that he's going to want to because he's around you and he's going to be like oh well this person is like this and if i want to if i want to justify myself being around her mm-hmm. so you're talking about all these guys who are like or who are like oh this person like this i'm not like that all right let's dip yeah. i'm saying the person who's probably you're gonna end up but it's gonna be someone who's gonna see you and be like this person's like this and if i want to be around her or if i want to be like you know somebody who can comfortably be her husband then I have to get on this level and they're going to put in the work for that
0: well I would consider myself the luckiest woman in life if I get someone like that but honestly looking at the way arranged marriage this whole path has been going it seems like it's just repeatedly insecure men one after the other so if, if even in terms of intelligence right like I have been i have intimidated like people with i'm not even that smart dude but yeah like that that's what i've noticed like um it seems like a lot of women might go through this uh, and whereby you know if they if their ambition is bigger than the guys they most probably might say no but i feel like it's not just people in our culture i have actually seen this replicate in other cultures but here's the thing, here's the interesting thing. A lot of my local friends here that know about my situation, they're telling me one thing. They are just like, hey, just go for Angmo, Kenneridi." And what? what that yeah, <laughs> so what that means is they're just telling me to go for a white guy. <laughs> they're just telling me. <laughs> they're just like, go for one of those Americans who like doesn't care about all these things and he just loves you for who you are. And I'm like, hmm, we'll see. We'll see i'm using arranged marriage as just a channel i'm not sticking to it see that's
1: my- equal well, again you're you're asking a system that's not built to operate in that way like arranged marriage in indian culture is not is not built to get oh, you a white guy oh I'm i gotta saying- some
0: tea hold on hold on hold on listen to all my india boys listeners good news for y'all apparently like in this entire system what they encourage like most girls to do is marry the india indian boys they actually like talk, like try to discourage the American Indian boys because they might be a lot more promiscuous or they might be a lot more like, like they're just afraid of infidelity happening. They're just like, oh, you know, maybe you shouldn't trust these boys. Go for the India Indian boys. Their values might be like similar. They might, they'll just stay put and stuff like that. That is a legit thing it did influence my parents, but then I told my parents, like, yeah, I know we've met some assholes, like the Manhattan person and stuff like that, but um, maybe we can like give Americans a shot. Like, I don't think we should completely rule them out. And they're like, yeah, okay, fine. Let's just see what happens. But it's a thing. India Indian boys are like girls would, not girls, parents would choose India Indian boys over.
1: Girls, yeah.
0: I'm not too sure about the girls. I will say that I'm not too sure. so, yeah, like, I I honestly, you know, I spoke to my friend who who is going through their arranged marriage, who went through their arranged marriage process, and she's just like, dude, this is so weird from, like, what I went through, and I'm like, yeah, I know, like, I don't know if this is something that's happening to everyone, but I feel like it, it come on, there must be, like, a couple of other girls going through this shit, like, I told my parents it's time to expand the circle, like, get rid of your whole, like, standard around this cause, let's just look into anyone and they're like, you know what, why don't you do your job? If you go find a boy, I'll accept. But if you can't and you're gonna fail at it, then I'm gonna do my job. And I'm like, okay, I'm sorry. All right. So yeah, I will I will be sure to check everyone's DMs from now. Here's next. what
1: I here's what here's what I wonder though. Like honestly though, should people should everybody really be getting married to begin with? Like here and here's so here's what I legitly think. I mean I've told you this once and this is a very controversial opinion but i legitimately think for the well-being of the environment most people in this world probably should not be getting married not not just for the well-being of yourself but really for the well-being of this planet because if you really look at it i mean i mean especially in our Listen culture man, it's very much I ingrained. Just want a party
0: i just want a party for myself can i have one party for myself
1: then you should not be getting married. You go party, go go travel the world partying. My
0: parents no. ain't gonna finance all this stuff like without a man involved. Okay, I want a damn party. That's what I want.
1: You, it's not. It's it's less fun partying when you're married than it is when you're single.
0: No, it's I, a lot I would have less a guy fun partying when you dance on rather than shying away from everyone else. At least you can, can
1: dance on multiple guys when you're single. No, I'm
0: not gonna do that. I'm not gonna you dance on multiple that. guys. You can.
1: You can you can just pick one guy for the night no. and dance on him all night
0: long if you then want to Then I will get reasonable. I will get shamed by the parents if I'm doing it on my husband. Nobody's gonna say anything. To think about it.
1: No, people are gonna say things. Then you want to know why? Then they'll be like, "Oh, did you see the? Did you see that couple looking at you no know, hand like you know being this way out in public? Did you see that couple doing this in this place or this in that place? People are gonna say whatever they want regardless.
0: I just want a dance party, man. Covid got me ruined
1: you want to party then go party you you don't need a husband to party in fact it's in fact you're less likely to party when you have a husband because then (laughs) you have to do the whole then you then you have to do the whole uh, well you one what if your husband doesn't like to party and he's just partying for you and you're like dancing on him but he's like uh i guess well you know like what are we gonna and then like yeah it's it's not a and then you're not going to be having fun because he's obviously going to be bringing in some like negative ass energy because he doesn't want to do it in the first place. Oh my god,
0: oh my god. I just got reminded of this person, y'all. Okay, this is really funny. Um I had <laughs> my parents unfortunately they got in touch with someone through one of our relatives who's like you should talk to them. They're so rich. They will they you know, this is a good match for your family. You know, everyone's rich, okay? So my <laughs> so my mom called up the mom and the mom was like trying to be all like arrogant and like yeah we're the rich bitches of america and shit like that and she (laughs) she's so dumb okay so uh this mom was like oh um so where's your daughter studying?" my mom told her literally everything about us that we're in singapore my daughter's educated here she's like she's running her startup and stuff like that and she asked which school did she study then my mom was like listen to the name ntu nanyang technological university right you know what that mom asked? This lady who who thinks she's extremely rich and she was acting arrogant, she was like, Is that in India? She asked that. And my mom um, was like I'm going to
1: be honest if I didn't know any better. I mean, like if you if someone just came up to me and and said NTU and I didn't know if it word no, was no, no. I'd also probably Nanyang ask the same Technological
0: thing. University. Just Oh, Nanyang,
1: Nanyang, okay
0: Nanyang Technological University.
1: Oh, okay. Check no, the I bridge. didn't hear that.
0: Top 10. All right. one of the top universities in the world and like yeah like <laughs> and this woman okay can I just say you know what she wrote in her description for like her daughter-in-law she wants a woman who is beautiful she wants a woman who is extremely fair she wants like a woman who is minimum five uh five feet seven or something like that. she had like her requirements man a whole fucking list and I thought who is this Mahesh Babu's mother let me look at this this woman and her son since they they're you know, really in, uh, hardcore about having a daughter-in-law that's perfect. Yo, those to be looking like some roadside Romeo type of dudes who just like are so basic. And like, can I just say? Then, then you know what happened? She started off the entire. You gotta give
1: him. You gotta be a better description than roadside basic Romeo.
0: Okay, they look like they look like every other like Indian immigrant like india indian immigrant even though they they were actually born there and brought up in america they don't even have the style sense they're just regular dudes and i'm not shading the guys because i've I've not met them but i'm definitely shading the mom she was acting up she was like yeah hi i'm sure you've heard about us and my mom internally like like she told me about it and internally i was thinking like i'm sorry are we supposed to know you like it was so awkward that cool you know what
1: this reminds me of this reminds me of like when i'm film when i was like first trying to get into like film and stuff oftentimes you will like right away you'll run into people usually who will basically brag and say oh i've done this i've done that i've done all these things i can do this and that and i'm trying to like i'm trying to like you know really up the game in this scene and that scene and then they'll approach you and, and then they'll be like, yeah, I mean, but you know, I'm happy you're, you're you're interested. So uh yeah, why don't you come help me out with this or that?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then when you go to see what they actually look like,
0: uh-huh.
1: it's a very like, yeah, dude doesn't even know ba- like dude doesn't have basic editing knowledge, dude does not even have basic camera angling knowledge. And I'm like, like, how the hell do you work on a TV show if you don't even like a you know a TV show in LA if you don't even have this? Okay.
0: Here's the icing on top. Yeah, no, I I get exactly what you're saying. Like, here's the icing on top for this entire story. So here I was thinking she's like some big shot. Okay, who is this Ambani family? Like, are they the Ambani's of America since they're acting up so much. So I did a quick search, a little bit of like Googling, smuggling of their name or, you know, figuring out like where they live. Like, what is it about them? They. They live on a $1.1 million property. And can I just say, and this is a quick education on like Singapore real estate, by the way, here, you could get like a three bedroom apartment for 1.1 million. You can't get a, a landed, a house, a proper house. You, 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 you normally get like apartments at this, at this rate. And that I was some just-
1: really that is some really shitty real estate y'all got.
0: No, it's just everything is expensive here. I will say that.
1: <laughs> I know that's why I'm like, that is some really shit. that's am that you know, I'm
0: laughing. I'm I it's honestly laughable to see that level of arrogance. And that's also another reason why a lot of like the families that my mom my parents have been talking to, like the our relatives, they've been saying India, Indian families might be better than these American ones because a lot of these American ones, they they have this arrogance around them in which they think just because they're in America, they're like kings or queens. And it was it's honestly laughable especially when you come from singapore and you see people with like when when you see people acting up like kudos to them for achieving whatever they've achieved but if you're trying to act up if you're trying to be arrogant with like a family that is like with with a property that's like that and you expect us to be humble or treat you with respect when you're being so arrogant i found that so laughable but it's it's a thing that i've noticed like a lot of these families may have may harbor such attitudes and that's where even you your mom and your dad that's the reason why i was saying like you really are a product of good upbringing and your parents both of them are like so humble and down to earth i absolutely like admire that and yeah like it's so shocking that i've met such people but it gave me a really good glimpse on like at the end of the day it's not class it's not any of these things it's your fundamental values that have to match for things to work in the first place and I am so scared that at the end of the day like will I not find
1: see but the thing is growing up that's what I've always been told like even by my family it's like you know regardless of who you do choose regardless of what you got to make sure the value you know you look at values first I mean if the values aren't there then everything else is going to collapse
0: yeah yeah I mean for me, now, it I, has been which post- I agree
1: with, you know, if if the values and the prenup are not there, everything is going to collapse.
0: God damn it, you and your damn prenup, boy! If you're,
1: I'm telling you, if you do not get a prenup, I am kidnapping you from your vet- wedding. I'm, 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 I'm. <laughs> you I get, know. you get, get your, get your prenup. I don't, I don't want you. I, I listen. I don't know what's going to happen in the future, and I don't want anybody feeling like. They can get away with taking your property or your, your, or like, you know, they're running off with a stake in your company.
0: Who knows? I might be with someone who has his own thing going on.
1: You might, but you also don't. But it's like, okay, but the thing is, everything is so fickle, right? You don't really know. I mean, today, yeah, you, today your husband could be the one who has everything going on, but you don't know how things are going to change down the line. And, you know, I tried explaining. I tried explaining it to some people in my life, and they decided to make the decisions they make. I've also seen like marriage. No, like there's okay. There is another. There is another marriage that I know of that I'm looking at right now that's literally falling apart, and I'm just sitting here thinking, bro. I really, really, really wish you got a prenup. Like this is from a friend that I know, who's like marriage is falling apart, and and you know he's actually made some really good money for himself. Like you know he has. He has like you know some not like a really like some nice business stuff going on, but, and it's not to say that his wife is lacking in any way. She's also making good money, where she works. But because he did not get a prenup and he gave his wife some stakes in the company, you already know, and the per and the type of person his wife is, like she's a you know you already know what's happening there. <laughs>
0: you know and, in the first place i'll be honest and i can you, see
1: like, this going both ways it's not about wife trying to steal from the husband i can see it going like even husband trying to steal from the wife which is why i'm saying get your get your prenup you know pamper pamper him while he's your husband but make sure that if the if the day comes when he's not your husband anymore he does not get jacked I,
0: I don't okay i'll be honest with you i don't want to see marriage in such a way i genuinely want it to be like lifelong there's no way I would ever enter a marriage if I okay. was not sure of
1: that but even then you should still have it because you really like even then you should always have that's like saying like okay I wouldn't I mean I I I want I don't want to I wouldn't like drive if I didn't think that I was uh, I was an unsafe driver hence I'm not going to get car insurance
0: okay we'll see we will see Like it, it's, it's it goes
1: but like as as like you know you're you're Like you got to do your own thing, your own part in protecting yourself and making sure it's foolproof.
0: I like why you're addressing this because I do think it's important to protect yourself. I honestly like I I have not gotten it, dude. For both of our faces, let's be honest with ourselves. We haven't even gotten into a proper relationship. I don't know if we should be talking about prenup. Let's be honest, like no, get I don't fucking care. I'm not even a speech.
1: I'm surprised that out of all people, I'm having to like (laughs) reason. i'm having to convince you
0: why you know i'm a i'm a, I'm a good like you know sentimental girl this is that.
1: not good sentiment you're you're the one who's getting on me about being naive and being like oh, yes and i'm sitting here so how was like but this is the most naive thing i've heard you say about oh well, i don't know about prina we will see
0: we will see
1: yeah listen there there are two there's only one or two things that's gonna happen guys you'll get a prenup or i'll have a life at it or or i will or or i will crash the wedding and stop it some way or another
0: (laughs) (laughs) i will bring the hottest chick to drag you out of the wedding so that you can stay distracted the entire time
1: I will take I'll wear blind I'll wear blindfold so I don't see that hot. Oh shit. no, you're and gonna then...
0: fall. You're gonna like fall immediately when you see her. I'm gonna return. Sure no, I like no, no. Like you're gonna be like all your ex, like all the people. So you're that... saying
1: wait, wait. So you're saying you had access to, to such a girl before, but you'd never bothered introducing to no. her to me up until now. No,
0: because I don't think wow. you would appreciate an LDR. Wow.
1: Man. Wow. I'm just trying to
0: be a good friend. You don't want an LDR, do you?
1: So then why? uh, Wow, I I don't know. I don't know if I I don't know anymore.
0: (sighs) You don't want an LDR, do you?
1: I don't want an LDR, but I mean, Mm -hmm. at the same time, you're saying that you had access to someone and I'm like, yo, where are your hot friends at? You say they don't exist.
0: Yeah, they don't exist in Texas, like where you live. So I can't help you, unfortunately. But if you come to my wedding, you might meet some of them.
1: I mean, no, I'm, I mean you got to get a prenup first. We'll, There's no okay. way to, You're not getting married without We'll a talk.
0: Prenup. We'll talk if That's I ever get ex- a guy. We'll talk if I ever get a guy. I mean, if my I answer ever.
1: Will, yeah, I will say the same thing then, too.
0: You'll say what? What will you say?
1: Make sure you get a prenup.
0: Okay, all right. Okay, I will also
1: tell him, make sure you get a prenup. Yeah,
0: to all of this get a get a damn prenup. Crit, if not, yeah, crit, if you if you F- if you don't,
1: if you listen, if you guys take nothing away from this episode, take one thing only, get a prenup. And for those of you who are wondering what is a prenup, it's basically a legal arrangement that you discuss no, it's, what is disgusting about it? What is disgusting about it? No, ex- no, 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 no. no, no I, explain what exactly is disgusting oh about it.
0: Y'all, Chris is getting triggered. It is a contract that's not nice.
1: That's a, what is disgusting about the, how is that, how is that not nice?
0: It's like, so, what do you call it? Aromantic?
1: Okay, you you have a roommate, you bring some stuff that you guys are sharing together, when your time as roommates is over. Okay. Like, do you just break the broom y'all were sharing together in half and be like, here, you take this half, I'm gonna take that half? Or do you go, well, since I brought the broom when we were sharing it, it's only fair that I leave with the broom that I brought into our space. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you use it around while you use it as needed while we were sharing this space, but we're not sharing it anymore. And frankly, yeah, the
0: depreciation rate for brooms.
1: Focus on the topic, that being said, no, no,
0: no, because I think like, think about it, you know, cars have depreciation rates of like 15,000 in Singapore, like they can go down that much. What if brooms had that? Wait, what if they built a contract based I on think depreciation you're... rates of assets? Of course they would consider that, wouldn't they? Yeah. Is it possible to put an uh, emotional value attached in a prenup as well?
1: you'd have to talk to your lawyer about that I'm not a lawyer all I know is at the end of the day imagine you if we to, could
0: do that I love her so I much. mean all i the but I here's the thing. Worth 1 million
1: at the end of the day you should protect your financial assets
0: okay fine I will
1: you know whether no matter regardless of who you are and regardless of how much you have or think you may have at the I'm moment I'm going to use because, the
0: term that everyone uses <laughs> which is to the which no, means, no, like there, is no true, there is no
1: truth. There is no truth. There is. There is no. There is no truth. Them. There is. You're literally gonna get the prenup, or I will crash and destroy your wedding.
0: <laughs> well, we'll see.
1: You know what? I will talk. I will talk to your parents and, t- and make and make them get you a prenup. Also, my
0: my and parents will talk time. to your parents and your parents. They'll talk to my it. and
1: my parents will tell your parents. Yes, get her the prenup.
0: <laughs> Wait, Wait, it's okay. Your parents They're, think that
1: yes i told i mean no literally when i was talking to my parents i'm like they were i was like well here's the thing i'm gonna get one and if rohi disagrees i will force him to get one and they're yeah, like you to- know what my mom said well no my rohi actually agrees he's hella on the prenup side yeah. but i'm like here's what my mom said my mom said don't even ask him if he wants one just get one for him anyway <laughs>
0: Yeah, okay, do it. Fine, do it. Uh, but um
1: Yeah I n- it's not safe though.
0: Okay, we'll see. You
1: got it's not safe. You gotta you gotta have your protection.
0: I will protect myself, don't worry.
1: That doesn't sound like I'm protecting myself. That sounds like I'm just going to see it's like trust is one thing. But you still got to make sure your assets are protected. Like you don't need to share indefinitely everything with who you're gonna be with. And at the end of the day, like whether you like it or not, you do have to acknowledge that there is always a chance. Even if it's a 1% less than no, 1%. No, I don't No,
0: want it's that. foolishness. No. no, it's
1: you don't want that. That's just no. life. Like,
0: no.
1: Like anything no. can change. There no, no real, legitimately anything no. can. Dude, it, it's it's I utter foolishness it. to assume otherwise.
0: Yeah, let no me matter, be foolish, man. No matter I'm not how the one getting chemi- married now.
1: No matter how much chemistry or compatibility you have, what's you're the no. one who's going through a range. Who's who's like doing the same penalty. I haven't met anyone.
0: Right. I don't like any of them. <laughs> I'm just rejecting them left and right. <laughs> yeah you're the one
1: who's actually you're going through America. i haven't said right. yes to
0: any of them listen when i'm dating someone right now
1: i'm not dating her thinking oh that's going to be my future wife i'm dating her thinking i mean shit like is she at least going to survive hot? this date or not
0: is there no trauma? no that's
1: what i'm thinking when i that's what i'm thinking when i approach her or when i see her i'm like oh she's hot let's see what's up. let's see what's going on there but okay. like when we're on a date i'm not thinking like oh that's going to be my future wife i'm thinking. Am I even going to want to see her again the second time or no? It's
0: bad.
1: Like, is it's this bad. even like, is this even an enjoyable that experience enough for me to No, it's not because, frankly speaking, I know my value. And if, and you know, I know what type of person I am going to be if we are in a relationship. And I know that, you know, at the end of the day, she's lucky. So I need to see that I am getting, like, I need to see that I'm getting what I'm worth, like, what's worth my time. And frankly speaking, if it's like, so it's like when I'm there, I mean, it's not only about like, oh, am I, is she like, you know, am I impressing her? It's like, am I impressed? Is this, is this really someone I want to see again? Is this even dude, someone...
0: And I'm dude, like, I'm... Dude. What, what, what if they it? had insurance for dating? yeah just come... From yeah. Like, no, think about it, right? So you, like, you date. But unfortunately, a lot of times these men have to pay for it. <laughs> what if there's an insurance that covers... Where if you do end up like not seeing each other again, it becomes the girl's like onto the girl's responsibility to split the check.
1: See, but the thing about that, that requires people having to say it's a date in the first place. And a lot of people are really stupid about that because, I mean, I don't. I'm very much on the, yeah, I like, you know, like when I do approach, I mean, first of all, I, I don't even, I'm very direct. I go straight with, hey, I saw you. I thought you were cute. And I just have to come talk to you. Take
0: notes. He's very direct.
1: (laughs) But and even like you know, and then when I schedule a date, I always like make sure you know. And she's like, I'm like, hey, let's do this or let's let's meet up and do this. And you know, she says yes. I'm like, great, sounds like a date. You know, I don't do the whole all right, awesome. And then I'm like, yeah, it's a date, right? I mean, she knows it's a date because I. I sent her a winky face emoji here and there or I sent her a heart <laughs> here and there so I guess she knows it's a date because it's like different people use emojis differently different people consider even with flirting and stuff like different people like no matter I mean yeah like
0: I hate that stupid emoji you sent me of like your hands up I hate it
1: that's my favorite why
0: I hate it I don't know why especially when you send it I get so triggered for no reason I'm like why did you send me this it's such a stupid emoji yeah yeah, I don't like it. Don't <laughs> it was that. so
1: perfect for right now. You're like, why do you do that?
0: Yeah, it's it's so bad. I hate it. I just don't, don't send me that emoji. I don't know why. I, Any I other sent emo-
1: everybody that emoji. I sent no. everybody that emoji.
0: Not to me. I don't know why, dude. I don't know why it triggers me so much. Maybe it's because it shows like a man who's indecisive or something. I don't know. Something about it that just triggers me.
1: No, what that is, is I'm shrugging off the bullshit.
0: Oh, really? Okay, cute. But anyways... <laughs> Uh, while I try to shrug off like Krishna's bullshit, uh, get a clean up, guys. Oh. Think about it. But we'll see. And we'll see you guys on another episode.
1: All right, but before we go, mm-hmm. make sure you follow us on our Instagram at 2Krishna's if you're watching. And definitely follow us on our platforms.
0: That um, in my DMs, up. boys. That mm-hmm. in my DMs. I'm not liking arranged marriage <laughs> prospects, anyway. <laughs> and to all the ladies, yes, please feel free. Talk to Chris. He's very direct. He'll let you know.
1: <laughs> that is a very <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, thank yes. you guys and